Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddo, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award long listies. And I've said that many times and think I'm getting pretty good at it. Produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Theakston's Old Peculiar. Today, I'm joined by copywriter, crime novelist and poker player, Eva Dolan. Hello, welcome. Hi, Joe. Lovely to see you again. How are you, my dear? I am all the better for seeing you. And I realise it's been quite a while, actually. It's been a few years. And unsurprisingly, I think the last time was in the bar at the Old Swan, which is the best place to see anyone, isn't it, really? Everyone's at their best in the bar at the Old Swan. I've never never bettered myself no, than at the bar yeah. in the old We school. all peak there, don't we? And then yeah. we have to go home and it's just it's just not the same. <laughs> I was going to ask you how this last year has been, but I suppose I should say, how have the last three years been? Because I haven't seen you since then. Yeah. Well, the, the first two of the three, absolutely fine. <laughs> but this last year actually hasn't, it's not actually been too bad. You know, it's right to stay at home and sit in a little room and it's it's I think for a lot of us it's probably not been too different really I think we're probably quite lucky in that respect I mean I already had a sourdough starter and a rescue dog so I didn't really know what to do with myself you know I'd already fulfilled all the brief beforehand so yeah so actually yeah you were you were sort of setting the trend for lockdown anyway oh yeah I was on the I was on the avant-garde of lockdown definitely fantastic yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's lovely to see you and congratulations on being long listed. Thank um, you. This is for the book Between Two Evils. So um, mm-hmm. let's just set up this book. Tell us a little bit about it. Give us a, a tease for those that haven't yet read it. Okay. So Between Two Evils um, is about, I'm trying not to give the po-faced answer, which it's about what happens when governments outsource the care system to private companies. But actually, it's about uh, the murder of a doctor who works at an immigration and detention centre in the Fens. Um, And his murder breaks open a scandal about a whistleblower who's been reporting on abuse of vulnerable women in detention. And it it kind of brings, brings brings into the four questions of, who's looking after vulnerable people and how much oversight do we have and who do we trust to do these jobs and whether they should be trusted and, and whether it should be a matter of what, I mean, obviously it shouldn't be a matter of who's the lowest bidder for those jobs, should it? But it kind of brings all that open and um, yeah, it gets pretty dark mm. because it's a crime novel and it's me. So of course it gets pretty dark. <laughs> so of yeah. course. I mean, we, yeah, what would, what would, what else would we expect? Um, and no. the other thing is that it is also very contemporary and I, I feel that this is a thing with all your work, you know, it is, you tend to write about the issues that we are facing yeah. now. Um, and yeah. it, it just feels like this is such a, such a book for right now. For the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do, it is something I, I do consciously because it's, you know, 
there's a lot of incredibly talented crime writers out there and finding something to say which everyone else hasn't already thought of is is quite a challenge um but it's also the fact that you know the world is on fire at the moment and everything's very very annoying and actually if you sit down and spend a year writing a book about it it does um it does exercise a little bit of that anger because you're like well at least i've done something even though (laughs) i don't suppose it (laughs) Probably not that great. But then again, I do think, you know, as a crime writer, you have a platform and you can get to people who might not read The Guardian or might not ordinarily think about it or who are like, do you know what? I know it's horrible, but, you know, things are tough for me and I I need to kind of think about my stuff. But when you put it into a more escapist form, like a crime novel, I think it you kind of you kind of lure people into thinking about it a little bit more. And it's, you know, it's easier to empathise in a fiction narrative sometimes because you don't have to stick to the facts like a newspaper article does. You can take the facts, but then you can go, a name in the newspaper becomes a character on the page and, it, it you know, it becomes a lot more affecting, I think, for people when you do mm. that. And, it you know, you can see how, you know, that person isn't that different to me and they're, but for the grace of God, you know, that could be me. And it's, you know... It makes it it makes it a lot more real for people, I think. Yeah, I agree. Hope. Yeah, and it is very dark, as you said. It, it, there are two strands mm. to this story; they're both equally complex as they are compelling. Did you have to tackle these separately, or did you write this book as we read it? Oh no, it's I'm I kind of start at the beginning and go straight through. It's um I, I think there is a link between two because there is there's this um you know kind of the second strand of the story is about um a persistent rapist who's been uh, freed on a technicality where and I mean that was another thing I was quite interested in these kind of private labs and whether they're up to the standard of you know official police labs that we used to have and now it's just another element of privatization coming into um you know, coming into the justice industry, if you like, and whether those people are always going to be as well vetted and as well qualified and whether we can trust that and what the implications are for, you know, very serious crimes and very serious court cases, potentially, if you have people who aren't really qualified to do the job. So, you know, this guy gets out and because he thinks Pereira's the one that's responsible for putting him in prison and getting his wife and his kid um, a new identity, he comes after her and it gets very, very personal and very scary for her and I think you know we're not just in the moment you know violence against women this hasn't just occurred to people that this is a problem but it does feel like maybe we're finally starting to pay a little bit more attention to it and I wanted to you know write about that in a way that was not exploitative and um that kind of tackled the pervasiveness of it so the that kind of goes around both storylines in the book yeah yeah and I always, I, said, to, I, I always sound so serious when I talk about my stuff, but, you know, it, it is serious and there's no getting away from it, I'm afraid. And I, I wish it didn't have to be like that. And maybe I would, you know, maybe I should just write a cosy, but, it, you know, it is serious. Things are horrible out there and you kind of have to, you have a responsibility in crime fiction to talk about it because we say, you know, we hold up a mirror to society, you know, and there's no point using a lovely smoked mirror, is there? You've got to use the clearest, most perfect one with no occlusions that you can find. Yeah. But I should say that for all of that, it is also a very entertaining Mm. read and it is a page turner. Um, And, you know, it's been long listed for the biggest award in crime fiction. So how how do you feel about being on this list? Oh, I've I've been on a couple of times before and it is always an absolute thrill. (laughs) You know, it's kind of 
it's the crime award that everyone wants, isn't it? Because, you know, you get a tankard and that's cool. And my two <laughs> tankards are in here somewhere. Um, it's just, the thing is, every year the person who wins, you go, oh, you never look at this award and go, no, not them. You always look at this award and go, yeah, talented bugger. I can totally see why they got it. it you know, they, there's never a misstep with this award. It's, you know, it generally, they pick the best. They pick the best. And I think... Um, you know, Steve Kavanagh won it last year. I think Stav Show has won the year before. And they're both amazing writers who I admire deeply. And, you know, that's why everyone wants this award, isn't it? Because it's, mm. yeah, the grand mark of crime fiction. Sure is. Mm-hmm. And we we met uh, for the very first time at Harrogate. And, yeah. and you know, for those... Uh, for the years after we were, were there on the lawn, mm. at the bar, being our best selves, we haven't been able to do that last no. year. Um, what have you missed most and what are you looking forward to most when we do get back there to the old swamp? This is, I mean, obviously I've really missed seeing everyone and, and the bar and having way too much to drink and the bar staff who I'm not sure they do proper measures because I've come away from that bar with some very <laughs> big drinks, especially at the end of the night where they where people have been buying them drinks as well. And they just, I'll just stand here until it's full. I think the thing I've really missed, and this is terrible, is the quiz because last time we did the quiz, we came second. The time before, we came third. And I was like, this year, that quiz is out. And I was like, I was boning. I was going to be revising and boning up, listening to old cop show theme tunes from the 70s because they're the bit I never get. And I was like, basically, <laughs> you know, I just want to take down Mick Heron in the award. That's what Everyone wants the, to take down prize. Mick Heron. I just want to take, I want to take Mick down in the prize. In quiz, in quiz terms. In quiz, um, oh, I would never dream of attempting to do that as a writer because he is a god. <laughs> but I think, I think I stand a chance in, in the quiz with my great team. I've never known competition like it, if I'm honest with you. So. Yeah. Oh, it gets very serious, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I'm always surprised how angry I get. I, do, I never thought I was a competitive person. And then you kind of walk in that room and there's tables and you can see all the competition and you're like, you're going down. You and, it's like, and, it gets, you yeah. and you and yeah. you. <laughs> like, who, who's my competition? Somebody go and buy them a really big drink. Just knock them straight out. Just take them out in the ladies beforehand, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So the year I win, essentially, you're going to find people hogtied in the bathrooms. Is what's going to happen. The, but the, like, the year your team wins, I'm going to be yeah. suspicious. I'm going to be looking out yeah. for a few. Years. Yeah, definitely be suspicious. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, if I tell you this now, I have to behave myself later True. because I've told you now the evidence is on camera. I now categorically cannot hog tie anyone in a bathroom. So <laughs> I'm doing this to protect myself more than anyone else, basically. Yeah. Well, I'm just really looking forward to when we're all together again at the quiz and we see that competitive streak in you and many others come to the fore and hopefully um, (laughs) we can do it this year. Uh, And remember all of our long-listed books are available to buy from WA Smith. And if you've already read Eva's book and you know, you want her to be the winner, you know, you want her to be the winner, head over to HarrogateFeakstonCrimeAward.com and you can cast your vote there. So lovely to see you after all this time, even though it is, over Zoom, yeah. um, but here's to uh, raising a pint of Theakstons at Harrogate very soon.